It's back to a cart. Yes. yes. Can we call it the pandemic edition? Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, the backdoor cut pandemic edition. We're back. We're, We're in the studio. We've been given the green light. We're distanced-ish. Josh Timoteo here with Jake Eisenberg Hello. and Matt Beatty. We are back today to kind of... Obviously, there's no ball on, which has been... Tough. Know, unpleasant. <laughs> it's not been sub, a great deal sub good. hearing the same stupid rumours day in, day out. But we had a bit of reprieve. As everyone mm-hmm. knows by now, The Last Dance is finished. Fellas, as a Bulls fan, got me pretty excited. How'd you feel? What'd you think? I loved it. Initial thoughts. I loved it. I I fell in love with basketball again. That last <laughs> that last episode where it's just the, the big music and the last parade and the slow motion against the 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 jazz. The shot, like Scotty's back, like Dude, that last... I mean, the whole thing was incredible. But the last episode and all of it coming together, I was just, like, all in. Oh, that's why I was like, guys, we've got to do an episode. I'm just itching to talk about basketball and and get back into it. Maybe like, you can relate to me on this then. Because kind of like when everything started to get shut down, everyone went into this place of denial where they're like, oh, no, I'll be fine. Like, <laughs> if the basketball's not on, the basketball's not on. What can we do? We'll, we'll watch it when it's back. And then The Last Dance came on and we all watched that and we've kind of just, to me anyway, it's clicked. I'm yeah. not okay. No. <laughs> I need the ball. <laughs> I was lying to myself. I was in denial. <laughs> now I'm fanging for it to come back. Oh, man. Cannot wait, Beatty. I know you've got um, got some takes. I, I, I loved it as well. Yeah. I think it was actually like, it was something to look forward to every Monday. Yeah. I feel like Monday night, people just penciled it in. It was it was straight up the highlight of my week. It was a masterstroke from whoever it is, ESPN or Netflix or whoever made the decision to bring it forward yeah. and air it now during this whole pet. Like I feel like they had to finish the last two yeah, episodes or something. They weren't even done when mm-hmm. they made that decision. So obviously, that was a quick turnaround for those in charge of putting it all together. Mm-hmm. It's amazing that they had all that footage. Like, I know. It's it makes me so annoyed that like a lot of I think. American sports do it better than anywhere else in mm-hmm. terms of that sort of all access behind the scenes. I know there's some Real other football cinematic. clubs in that, like Amazon Prime have made some other ones now, like Manchester City, and so I've seen those. But like, it's American, like the, the, America's game, that NFL, yeah. that's all that's sick, man. I don't even yeah. like NFL that much, but I love watching those. Like, they're awesome. So this is like Michael Jordan, this is the best one of the best athletes ever yeah. and you get a full insight into it yeah. the whole season like that's it was it was great to, it was mm. awesome and not think, even just the whole season it was the whole season and then like, yeah, the, the history yeah, career, yeah, yeah yeah got the Rodman the Pippen story um, we, this, I mean Steve Kerr kind of featured in that episode mm. 9 yeah, I, think, I didn't right? know and that, I didn't, I didn't know that stuff, he had yeah. that his dad um, got shot in no, in Beirut, Beirut yeah. and I stuff I had no idea that was hectic I guess it like it tells how Steve is so tough yeah, like he just looks like a pretty nerdy old dude, right? Yeah, like he, <laughs> and you're yeah. like, wow, this guy's got like serious spine. How's he yeah. do it? This dude shouldn't have ten rings, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, he's have ten. <laughs> well, what he's got, he had f- he, he four peated then. Yeah, yeah. Did he win any more as a player? With two different teams. Yeah, four peat. No, so he's got. Oh, he's only got seven rings. Sorry, I over <laughs> over exaggerated. He, he might get there still. He might get. There. Hey, look. Yeah. Why not? Definitely time. Yeah. So that was awesome. But I think my favorite bit of part of the documentary is the one-on-ones with Jordan. How, like, look... Yeah, he just sets the story straight. A lot, look, <laughs> who knows how 
accurate and truthful some of these stories are because like, you've got Horace Grant kind of calling him out. Yeah. But there's no doubt in my mind that he 100% believes these Everything that he said is fact oh, yeah. in yeah. his mind. I don't, I don't think yeah. Jordan wasn't lying. No, he's not lying. I don't know not at all. how much, you know, inaccuracies are floating yeah. in between all this stuff, but he wasn't lying. I no. think Horace Grant was a bit hurt more than anything because, like, he kind Jordan of just straight up pins the blame. Yeah, the Jordan rules <laughs> like, on him. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, when, when Gary Payton is talking about how, I, you know, I, look, I should have been on him since game one. Yeah. I gave him some trouble and, and Jordan, just he's just him. giggling that, to that, himself. That reaction is like, that's like the new sad it's Jordan. It's, it's yeah, so good. It's so good. Yeah, he's awesome. just laughing at all these guys. That whole gimmick of just, he watched this, yeah. what this person said throughout the whole like, 10 sick. episodes was awesome. Yeah, yeah, and he, yeah, him reliving it and he's obviously got the photographic memory like LeBron yeah. does for all this stuff. And you can see like, because it's particularly right at the end when they showed him the video of Reinsdorf expa- mm-hmm. explaining why he oh. broke up the Bulls, which we'll get to. <laughs> uh, but you see, like, Michael go back in time almost and immediately jump into that moment. As soon as he hears the words and gets told the story again, like, the emotion in his face is as if he was there, there and then. It's as if it was happening to him. He clearly... <laughs> I don't want to say holds a grudge, but yeah. he... Oh, I think it is. Definitely holds a grudge. <laughs> yeah. these, these things, he doesn't just, like, let go. He's he's holding that. Mm. He's waiting for the opportunity to, like, get that back over yeah. you again. It's not even any sense of, like, hesitation or him picking his words carefully or anything. Like, he was just like, this is how it is. It's yeah. how I still feel. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, dude, I couldn't believe how he was like, I can't. I still can't let it go. Yeah. It still hurts me that, I yeah. that we didn't get to have at least... And the fact that he was like, I don't know if we would have won. But how can you not let us try? Yeah. Yeah. Which is true. Like, the guy clearly gave his all, won six rings out of eight. Yeah. Like, we, we spoke about this off mic not long ago, mm. obviously took a break in between. Yeah. But, like, if a guy's just gone and done all this, or should I say, if a team's just gone and mm. done all this, how can you just rip it apart? Even how? If, yeah. And, to, and maybe change some things. Like, Rodman was pretty done at this point. Yeah. Like, um, but to not bring back Scotty and Michael and then yeah. figure the rest out is absurd. I mean, me. what they really need? They need Mike, Scotty, Kukoc for just they another a offensive big guy. element. They needed a banger. Yeah, they needed a, a Ron Harper, a guy that can just chase guards. Mm. And they needed a big. They needed a big because, like, Carl Malone was giving him trouble. And, like, because the Spurs won the year after, right? Robinson, yeah. and, Robinson and Duncan. And Duncan. So if Malone was giving him giving the bull trouble, it's very likely that they would have lost the next year to Duncan and Robinson yeah. as well because if... Big guys give him trouble. I mean, you got the twin towers yeah. coming. But at, by the same token, the Bulls forwards and guards would have eaten the Spurs forwards and guards. Exactly, alive. would have been a so great battle. Who knows? Who knows? That's even if either team still made it. Yeah, who knows? But like, like Jordan said, it's such a shame. It's maddening that he didn't get the chance to go for number seven. Yeah, could could not agree more. Um, at only thirty five. I mean, he, it'd be like, he was it'd be a like if LeBron won this season and is like, I'm out. Well, do you want to? Do you want to just? Do you want to each throw out one takeaway or talking point? Then I'll start. Can yeah, I yeah. leave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> why he didn't just sign somewhere else? Why don't you just keep playing? Oh, but like he made it a point. I came here when it was nothing. I built it up from the mm. ground to a perennial title contender. I, I just don't think he had it in him. To... It's very sent. It's too sentimental yeah. for me. Like it's, it's professional sport. But there was the it's business. But I think back then there was a lot of sentimental. Mm. It, it was. It did happen, obviously. Like Barkley changed teams yeah, from the yeah, Sixers yeah. and stuff like that. He, but he was traded. But it did, it, this, there just wasn't another option for him. 
Like, no one really went after him. Like, it didn't seem like... Like, I know the Knicks kind of made sense, but the Lakers didn't go after him. There wasn't really a team that... I'm not sure he would have felt like... Say he went to the Knicks, who were already a good team. I don't know if he would have felt the same satisfaction winning a title with an already good team. He came back and played for the Wizards, though. Like... Yeah. Yeah. So, it... Which, I was not annoyed, but I would have liked some element of talking anything about that in this doco. Because, like... (sighs) The last episode was really final. It was like, mm. if if I didn't know, I would have thought he never played a game again. But he, I mean, it's almost like he didn't. Even though he did play with the Wizards and he had some great moments, it's almost irrelevant to the rest of his career, right? He came back, what, three years later. He had a couple of 40, 50-point games, which is sick. That, to be honest, I think it adds to his legacy. He didn't it, a little win, bit. But he was 41 years old and he's averaging 22 points a game yeah. on good shooting splits. Like, For sure. <laughs> he's good oh. like, who else is doing that I know it's very much a narrative though right yeah, and it's, yeah. Just, I, it's, it's just not really everyone has 23 balls yeah. that's, that's what it is right yeah. it's the wizards thing is kind of yeah if yeah, if, if it had gone well and he pulled something off then sure it would add but like what's he really going to like that wizards team wasn't good either no I can't, there was no way that's he was that's why gonna... he came out because they were so bad yeah but I guess he just got to that point, obviously, what, 35 or whatever. Yeah. He's just like, well, if it's not on my terms, I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Right? And that's probably, that's what happened. And I do get it. Like, you've been the Bulls that whole time, and we've just won the championship as the Bulls. How are we not running it back as the Bulls again? Yeah, yeah. Fucking crazy. Um, I don't know my, what my takeaway is, but... Good guys, bad guys, well, out of the well, whole thing. Yeah, what was, if not your takeaway, what was your favorite episode or story that you didn't know as much about as you do now. I think actually my takeaway was how close all of the, a lot of the games and series were like, they almost lost to the Pacers in that 90, yeah. 95 season. And, um, to the, to the jazz late in, in, and the Suns Barkley, like a lot of those games were four or five point games. And Jordan, like in your head, Jordan just wins all these, every single close game, Jordan wins, but he just wins more of them than anyone else. Like, you're going to pick him he in won, a close game. He wins game. the ones that matter. And well, I mean, he lost some, t- some tough ones. Like the fact that they lost game five in Chicago when Malone went off for like, what, I think it was 39 and a bunch of rebounds and they had to go back to Utah. And you can tell that he's... That was not part of the plan. <laughs> that was not part of the plan. No. But I think how close like and teetering a lot of the championships were. Like in my head, he just dominated every series, every, you know... That's the way that his law kind of sits with everyone. But a lot of these series and championships were kind of, you know, balancing in the in the force at some at some points. Yeah, I guess history is told by the winners. If you yeah. end up with the ring at the end, then you can say, yeah, I've straight up dominated everyone. Exactly. But like, there's going to be games where it's close. Gary Payton will give you trouble. Reggie Miller <laughs> will get in your face. Yeah. Patrick Ewing will block you at the rim. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of, just quick one. Scotty Pippen bodying Patrick yeah, Ewing on dude. that dunk. Maybe my favorite dunk of all time. It's one of the most disrespectful <laughs> dunks because he's like he, he pushes him down, stepped over, and him. teabags him. Oh. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's sick. Um, just a, just the, the MJ law. Like I'm, I'm someone who buys into it, um, fully. So for me, it was just like a waterfall of Jordan <laughs> shit. All over me. Please, yeah, um, hose me down. I think my biggest takeaway was how much, like, how 
every team, or not every team, but all the teams competing in the 90s mm. were so chummy with one another, but so competitive at the same time. Like, it seems different to now where in the 90s, I feel like in a summer, all these guys would have been hanging out, playing cards mm. and whatnot. They were friends. But once it came to the season, they wanted to rip each other's heads yeah. off. So yeah, their like, team would win. He's like playing golf with Danny Ainge before playoff games and stuff. Yeah, like it's, it seems like the competitiveness kind of rose from the fact that they were friends and you don't want to beat anyone more than your friend. You know what I mean? You, like, how do you think that's different to now? I don't know. You see guys now that like, it's all Hollywood in a way. It's like back then they were on the golf course playing together. There was no cameras around following them. Like I'm sure they could have been more chummy mm. without... Um, crying eyes and yeah. like reports of this, that, and whatever. Now, if an NBA player breathes in the wrong direction, the whole NBA media is like, it's true. Oh, what's this mean? What's this mean? Blah, blah, blah. But, but I, I get what you're saying. Like the old guys and a lot of people are like, oh, I hate that people, that these new players are friends, but like these guys were mates back in the day as well. Yeah, like yeah. Malone, Malone coming on the bus and saying good game. Larry uh, Bird, Jordan and Magic. Magic were only so competitive with one another because they were such good friends. Yeah. They, I want to beat you. Dude, how good was it when Larry's uh, coaching the Pacers? Yeah. Like, but... One, Reggie hits the <laughs> yeah, shot awesome. and the crowd explodes yeah, oh, and he's got just deadpan face. That's one face. of my favourite moments of his whole yeah. career. And then he, and then in the, lock, the locker room afterwards, I, is, is it Michael or Larry says it? But one of them goes, you bitch, fuck yeah, you. No, it was Michael. It was Michael, right? Yeah. No, it was Larry. Was it Larry? They, they, no, it they was walked. Michael. What, I could tell. No, it Mike Mike. said to him, you got to go work on your golf swing. I stopped it, yeah. It but was Michael, bro. Th- th- I've watched it about a thousand times. Okay, you really... I love it. Yeah, yeah you I bitch, Larry, fuck you. Larry Bird. Dude, Larry, so Larry, what's Larry saying that shit? <laughs> He's not saying that. That was Michael it was awesome. in his groove. Yeah. yeah, you bitch. It was great. Like, the fact that Larry got to have an, another moment against MJ in that coaching environment in a game seven is, was, is sick. And then that interaction of them talking trash again. I think, actually, Perfect. though, bringing Perfect. up Larry... Although Michael did all these crazy, impressive feats of mm. winning and competitiveness and mm. blah, 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 I think my favorite moment was not a title-winning moment from him, but when he dominated Larry Bird's Celtics. Didn't and dominate Bird, shit, bro. Hang on a second. He scored 60-something points. Yeah, and they got swept out of the play- gym. Let's right, relax. In yeah. that game. Yeah. 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 Jordan did lose. Yeah, Jordan was okay. lost, bro. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he not when but he called when, him Jesus. Like Larry Larry Bird calling him God yeah. at the end of the game for some kid that was yeah. like third yeah, was, year in the yeah. league. It was sick. He like, dropped forty something and then forty nine and sixty three in back to back games against maybe one maybe of the best one teams. Of the best teams ever. Maybe his team ever. was steaming back yeah. then, yeah. and he just like not nah, going at myself. Yeah, how, how much like it's a it's a probably psycho amount of confidence <laughs> you have to have to take on Larry Bird Celtics like that Dude. and just put it on a bucket after bucket after bucket. Yeah. Dude. I love awesome. the um the Isaiah all of that stuff breaks me up, yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah, the not shaking hands that thing. thing. I don't yeah. blame Jordan in this. I would be pissed off with Isaiah too. Yeah. I'm Everyone, everyone, but the thing is it's not just like Michael doesn't like him. No everyone one yeah. likes, no one likes him. Michael, yeah. So I'm taking Mike, Larry, and Magic's side. It's pretty straightforward yeah. for me. Yeah. I mean, and like, fucking, those Pistons were just terrible. They're dicks. How are they celebrated, you know? I, I get it. They're, awesome, they're an awesome kind of fixture in that, in that period. They Bill knocked Lane off. Beer was like straight up 
Undertaker Fucking clothesline from hell people on the court. Hey, man, he's just playing by the rules. Yeah, well, I guess that was the rules. Kind of, thing. yeah. Thank God they've changed. Yeah, I think that's for the best. Could you imagine if that's how the athletes were going? $40 million contracts and they're getting and just, clotheslines on the court? Yeah, not happening today. <laughs> not happening today. Um, but yeah, I, look, it was awesome. I think um, the next GOAT documentary is coming in 2021. Uh, Tom Brady's doing one. Oh, really? Yeah, so, which won't be anywhere near as good. He's not as interested. Like, I love Tom, but he's not anywhere near as interesting <laughs> yeah. as a person as... Yeah. As MJ, he's very... Well, we'll see. Maybe he gets a little bit more candid, but MJ was just unfiltered yeah. all down. Like, I love great. how honest he was that he would make up a grudge against someone just yeah. to beat them. <laughs> George <laughs> Carl Just to motivate just himself. Didn't say hi to him? Yeah. That motherfucker! I'm going to destroy this thing. Because <laughs> he didn't say hi at dinner. Yeah. Scott, <laughs> Scott Burrell exists. Yeah. Like, gonna, what? Yeah. Poor Scott Burrell, man. Oh, when they're in game six and Scott Burrell's about maybe being a game, like seeing him after the summer, was like, I swear to God, if I see your ass, <laughs> I'll whoop your ass if I see you on, like on game seven. Such total mental domination. Jordan would be making fun of Scott Burrell when Scott's not even there. And I know. Oh, I love. <laughs> Just, uh, if you see Scott Burrell come in. Yeah. Uh, Gus, his like security dude, I loved how they yeah, had that yeah. little story as well. And he's talking about um, like the, the moment and how you got it. There's some guys that are built for it and some for not. And Michael's like, don't you fucking go anywhere near Scott Burrell. Yeah. <laughs> you scare the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. All right. I feel like that's probably probably good. Everyone, Everyone's covered the, the last dance. Yeah. And this um, kind of sparked our next topic. Yeah. Which is... Number twos, you know, obviously Scotty Pippen, arguably one of the best number twos of all time. Um, Probably the best number two. Well, of I guess all we'll time. get into it. Yeah. Oh yeah. We'll, well get into let's it. Do it. We'll get into it. But yeah, so running through the Shaq Kobe's, the Steph KDs, you know, Stockton Malones, um, the best duos or the most memorable duos, most fun. Was kind of chat about some fun teams and just talk hoops basically because we're reaching for it. Um, I feel like this Jordan Pippen pairing we've kind of covered but who, who would be your best or who would be your what's the word even the best number two ever yeah. or the best duo i mean it's, it's kind of hard to go past steph and kd well true <laughs> they, they did dominate like literally <laughs> like not just mvps from throughout their career but like mid prime you Steph had just won back-to-back MVPs. KD had just won MVP before that, you know, in, in the midst of scoring champions. Um, you know, we don't have to really rehash whether or not we agree with the decision to go to the Warriors, mm. but the fact that they ended up on the same team together, I don't, I don't think there's a better combination or even team. It's true. Like, Steph and KD even gives Michael and Scotty a run for their money. Like, I don't think Scotty's anywhere near the level that... Um, Steph reached by himself. Like Steph's a unanimous are MVP. You, are, you, are you calling Steph the the number two man in this scenario? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, he probably is, to be honest. The back to back finals MVP is Kevin Durant. Yes, yeah, true. The tricky thing, I, I the thing that I always struggle with with KD is like the mental side, which is not. It's you can't really quantify mm-hmm. that. You can't. There's no way to sort of measure that up. What do you mean? What do you? What about his mental side? I just well. I mean, even you compare to Jordan and Pippen. Who yeah. I mean, Pippen. We saw it in the documentary. The dude signed a terrible contract yeah. and was horribly <laughs> underpaid and like kind of just put up with it for the majority of that decade. And it, I don't know. You contrast it to the modern game where players are signing short contracts and bouncing around team to team. And I just I feel like KD as a locker room presence is just 
Well, actually, I don't know. There's a bit of similarity mm. there, maybe, because mm. he's a, he, I think KD is a disruptive, potentially a disruptive locker room presence. I think Scotty was a terrific teammate, bar that one brain snap. See, he's a terrific teammate. I agree, but I don't. He he's not a killer. Like he's, he's not. not a he's, killer, he's, like no. you know, um, listening to Zach Lowe and Charles Barkley. Um, these guys would play on the dream team. They played cards every night. It was Pippin, Barkley. Um, Jordan, oh, fuck, I'm forgetting the fourth one, but all Magic was playing. Probably Magic, yeah. yeah. And you know, all time trash talkers. That's not really Scotty's game, right? Like in the documentary, talking about how he's a put your arm around you kind of teammate leader, yeah. not um, get your head out of your ass kind Although, of leader. Scotty served up Carl Malone with the best trash talk ever and made him miss two free throws. Mailman, mm-hmm. don't deliver on Sundays. <laughs> that is good. It's a, nice, it's a nice moment. I think it's much, much stronger by the fact that he did miss those two free throws. But I, I, I mean, I guess, like, look at the Warriors last season and it kind of punctuated their whole season, the sort of will yeah. Katie leave, will he not leave? Mm-hmm. I think it became visible, that tension for everyone watching, like, just between the way that Draymond... And, and, and that, like, that's, that's why I don't classify them, like, if in my opinion, yeah. I would much rather have Scotty on my team. Because Scott, well, I'm saying KD. purely from a per- personality from, yeah, point of view. Oh, sure, hundred percent. Because Scotty like embraces whatever he needs to do to except to, for that to one help time, him, except for that one time. Tony Kukoc got a shot. <laughs> except for that one time. <laughs> um, like in and that in, in that season, season though, because he wanted to get paid. In that trade. season though, yeah. when MJ was retired and Scotty was leaving the team, they played the most unselfish basketball you would ever see, mm. and Scotty was. Running that. If I'm going to be unselfish, everyone's yeah. going to be unselfish. Okay, so Except like, for that one yeah. time. So, like, <laughs> I think the Steph and KD thing's almost... You kind of have to separate it, because I don't think either of them are, like, fall into the number two type of category. Yeah. Like, Scotty's like, a clear number two. Both of those dudes can carry either, teams yeah. and have carried teams to deep into the playoffs. Scotty is kind of a quintessential number two, I think. If he's the lone guy, he can get you into the playoffs. He might get you in a... T- uh, you know, it's game seven against the Knicks, but he's not getting you most likely to the finals. The he's not going to win you yeah. win you a title. So, in my, that regard, so that's KD why my, and Steph is probably more like Kobe and Shaq. Well, actually, I was going to say I think because it was young Kobe still. Kobe was entering his eliteness, but Shaq was by far and away Shaq was the, the, one. the more dominant yeah. player. He won three straight Finals MVPs. He averaged like 30, what was it, 32 and 16 or 35 and 16 in the in the finals. I think this might be my favorite dynamic duo on the list that I've kind of put together. It's kind of surprising that Shaq didn't um, kind of do more in the late 90s when there wasn't a lot of competition after the... Well, he, moved, he went pools. to the Lakers in 96 or, or 7. Yeah, with the Lakers, I mean. Yeah, and... Phil hadn't gotten there yet, and they probably weren't ready to compete. I think. But why? Shaq was dominant as hell. I think just the rest of the team didn't have it together. Yeah, it wasn't as good as his Magic team. It's when true. When he got there, yeah, like that, his Magic team had Horace Grant, Penny, Penny. Hardaway. Yeah. Like, was it Nick Van Exel? They had. Well, Shaq was there before all those guys, but they built yeah. around Shaq with those. Yeah. yeah, and that was lean Shaq, man. Like he was yeah. terrifying. Dude, he's. Do you see that video going around of him like sunning David Robinson? It's just like drop step, but he's because he's so big. David Robinson just gets tangled and falls <laughs> yeah. down. And it's like he's a big dude. David dude, Robinson. David Robinson yeah. is 
the average defensive player of the year. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Average so, like four and a half, five blocks mm. a game. And I love the one-two punch of you've got the the diesel in the middle, and then you've got this dynamic super athlete. Yeah, it sure yeah. does make Kobe's life a hell of a lot easier when half the defense collapses on Shaq when he looks at the ball. Unbelievable. I think the the sort of center and then wing combo is kind of like that is it's easy to look through history and be like, yeah, that's actually like I think Shaq and Kobe is probably the best example. I love Shaq and Penny as well mm-hmm. on, that, on the Magic. Like it's sort of you can go inside and dominate or you've got a really athletic, skillful guy outside who can dominate as well. Like, mm-hmm. I, I do like that aspect, I suppose. If you're going to go positionally, that's where anything with sort of st- like Steph Curry, KD one, it's a bit sort of tricky. Even, I mean, if you want to talk about LeBron and AD, like it's a bit tr- like you've got two big guys. LeBron and like, AD is probably the most similar to Kobe and Shaq. Yeah, so I think maybe this will move next. Le- LeBron LeBron's great number list. twos. Let's pull out the, the archive <laughs> yeah. of LeBron and his number two. Is LeBron so, the number two in this iteration? You oh, could make the argument. No, I think you could, it. like, as much as I'm a LeBron sexual, like, <laughs> I, I mean, AD's, AD's the best teammate he's ever had, I think, skill-wise. Is he better I mean, than LeBron? Well, no. Maybe. Come on, guys. I, I, I mean, Beatty's considering I, I don't think one. so, but, you like, can, I think you can make the argument. The stats the stats are there to make the argument, but it's it's not even close. Like, we've seen AD yeah, on his own. Probably right. The ceiling's there. LeBron on his LeBron own? LeBron with the shit heap Cavs team yeah. still managed to get to the finals, yeah. and I don't think... I watched highlights of that LeBron 2016 finals against the Warriors the other day, oh, and like sick. that must have been absolute pinnacle LeBron. Unstoppable. It's Yeah, that or the 2013 heat. heat well, it's yeah. like... I, I actually kind of like that. I like the Cavs, the late Cavs LeBron more yeah, I do. because... It's kind of like the late career Jordan where the athleticism's kind of gone. Like He was a physical he, dominant I think, force. I think that Cavs one, he still had every last bit of his athleticism. I think it, it wasn't quite, it wasn't quite peak off. heat. It wasn't quite... the. But he had yeah. his, his mind... A bit more cerebral. ...was unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. But I, I mean, I, 2015 when Kyrie went down, yeah. Kevin Love's down. Like, mm. I don't, Matt Delavadova is literally like yeah. the third option <laughs> on this team now. I remember us watching it at the pub. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I 2007 was it the last year on the Cavs before he went to the Lakers? Yeah, that one as well. That was uh, that was the one I think we watched the, that game one where like that was oh, the, the J.R. Yeah, Smith, the J.R. Smith game. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, LeBron. Is, like that's those are like peak LeBron yeah. moments, and it's sort of to to pick a number two over his entire. I, I think it's probably D Wade, right? Yeah, Aside I think from AD. Uh, yeah, yeah well, to... it's not AD until unless they win a title, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's only we haven't even finished yeah. the full it's, season. It's so unfortunate yeah. that this is like no matter what happens, it's always going to like. It was shaping up to probably be, per- be the best one-two punch he's had well, outside you know, of maybe like second season yeah. heat. But but th- but there's but when when LeBron turned up in Miami, D Wade was still peak D Wade. He kind of created. He averaged like thirty points a game the year before LeBron arrived. But yeah, that LeBron D Wade combo. I mean, obviously they had Bosch as well, but like those two together. I mean, we've got the picture of you know D Wade arms out post LU lob with LeBron throwing it down, which is. The most iconic thing yeah. of all time, him and him and D Wade, is probably yeah the the best of the three for now. I actually was thinking LeBron Kyrie as a number two. It's actually incredible. Like now, post Kyrie leaving the the Cavs, he's not an elite elite number two. Like you would never say Kyrie's a top ten player alone, right? He probably has the talent to be. 
But he's just such a little nincompoop, <laughs> for lack of a better word. But, yeah, but you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I think even w- during that run, right, mm. I think even the way they played, it was quite, uh, and I don't know whether this is a this is a result of these two guys as the number one and number two option or the coaching situation at the time between Blatt and Tyrone Lou, whoever it was. But, like, it was very much like LeBron's got this possession Everyone mm. clear out, and then oh, this is Kyrie's possession. LeBron will rest on this one. Yeah. Oh, neither of us can do it. Kevin, where are you? <laughs> yeah. Spot up for three. <laughs> Please hit this three. Yeah. Come on, Kevin. Bring back Dude. Tim Wolves, Kevin. But I don't know. Like, you compare that to say, like I think the Spolstra, like D Wade, mm. LeBron, like that is probably like pinnacle team basketball. Yeah. Like watching these guys work together, sort of thing. As I think well, right? physically, yeah, it's a really good point. Spolstra, LeBron was like physically he, he still could do had a bit more juice in him yeah exactly yeah. i think that's yeah. i think yeah. jake's right the the mind of his Cavs well, title yeah. was like mm. i kind of think that's why they work kyrie and lebron work so well is that they both and lebron's yeah, always kind of didn't have to think yeah he's like all he's like you you get buckets when i don't when <laughs> i'm not like yeah, getting buckets yeah. simple yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna run the offense and then when i'm resting yeah. Fucking go it. to town. Yeah, it's you can get the... a bucket whenever you so please. Yeah. So that's your your job. I'll do everything else. Kevin, look pretty. Mm, exactly. In a way, it's kind of like there's a faint, slight, little bit of optimism that I have for the the Nets and KD and mm. Kyrie. No. That maybe it's it kind of similar. Kind of the same way. That's like, a good point. Yeah. Uh, I'm, dude. I will never have faith in a Kyrie Irving team ever again. But he's not the leader now. Well, yeah. he's, not, he's, not, he's not the top dog. Yeah, but now you got two top dogs who are chummy. But like, I don't think I don't think he's a top dog though. It's KD. It's KD. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. Top okay, dog. Yeah. KD's the top dog. But like in the Warriors, KD could be all moody and whatnot. But they had their they had their core. They had their we're the Warriors. You do what you want. We're still the Warriors. <laughs> but in Brooklyn, there's none of that foundation. If Kyrie and KD decide to go sit in a corner together and not talk to anyone. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a toxic team. Like, For sure. And, you know, and, you know, LeBron's leadership, people question it certain yeah. ways. But, I mean, I don't think it, you can really question it. Like, he's led teams to the finals consistently. Yeah, he gets, and like, he, was able he makes to, Matt Delavadova yeah. a yeah. NBA finals performer, man. Exactly. Like, and to deal, like, now that we've seen Kyrie post that, like, the fact that he's ever... He covered all that up, man. Like, we heard bits and pieces of Curry being a weirdo with the Cavs, but because all the attention was on LeBron, he was he's willing to, you know, shoulder that load yeah. from the media. Kyrie can kind of do his flat earth yeah, stuff no one, on no the side. They're just like, oh Kyrie. Yeah. Then Kyrie gets unhinged, goes mm-hmm. to the Celtics and they're like, what is wrong with this guy? Yep. Um so if yeah, I, I kinda hope LeBron does win that third ship because just from from this perspective you can see LeBron D Wade pairing, the LeBron Kyrie and then the LeBron A D. Yeah. It's just like very cool, the three yeah. separate uh, duos. Um, yeah, there's never really been a guy mm. who's done that, who's like formed. He's the dynasty rather than mm-hmm. yeah making and he, a team and he's moved a from different yeah. teams and done it again and yeah. again. Yeah. And before D Wade was the number two, a few years earlier he was kind of number oh, one. Him and Shaq. His first Shaq, his first Cavs teams, sucked. Oh, LeBron. Oh, yeah. yeah. Who, who was his... There was no number two. No, that was, that was like Mo Gibson. Mo Williams. No, yeah, Mo Williams. <laughs> there was no... Honestly, that, that 07 yeah. Cavs team that made the final was... A joke. You're not... Yeah. yeah. The East has been really bad for a long time. 
<laughs> but um, yeah, I, I think that, that the Shaq and D Wade, he did. Yeah, right? that was like, sick. That was, I think, still at the the cusp, their final ending of Shaq's yeah. like prime or like where he Dude, was still. Definitely like, I, the I, end. I had a look into this because, like, obviously Lakers Shaq was better than Heat Shaq. Sure. Yeah. But I looked into Heat Shaq. And Heat Shack was still like yeah, dude. better than anyone else. He just wasn't as good as <laughs> yeah. he's usually. Even when he went from Heat to Phoenix, he was still like putting up numbers, man. Yeah. Um, it was only later on when he went to like the Cavs and the Celtics for his final run. Where yeah, it, and even then, per minute, he was producing. Well, that, yeah, and that, it's the reason why he bounced around and stayed in the league as long as yeah. he did. Because... And he was like clearly out of shape. Yeah. But, I mean, he's just such a freak physically yeah. that, like, he could get you a bucket. And yeah. that's that you're always going to have value at some level if you can do that. If in you're league. that big yeah. and no one can push you around. The scary, I think the scary thing with Shaq would have been, like, if he took it seriously and yeah. was professional what, what if and he looked held, after himself. What if he held his magic had that body his whole career? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's, who knows what the guy would have done. And now to get, like, two or two to four more peak Shaq years would yeah. have just been great for everyone. Yeah. Because now it's like he's top 10 and the way you describe Shaq is, and he does it himself, he's the most dominant force. <laughs> we can't say that he's the, one of the greatest ever because it was like too short. Yeah, I think he's happy with that though. Yeah. He, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Shaq has had one of the best total careers. Yeah. Like, he's he's the man. Yeah. Um, but that but like D-Wade at peak athleticism with, with, was, with was Shaq. Was Shaq the B-man in that one? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, you think so? I think so. D-Wade won finals MVP. Yeah. I know it doesn't D- mean D-Wade, everything. He was the one driving the team. Shaq was like the ultimate fail-safe option. Don't mm-hmm. worry, D-Wade. I got you no matter what. Because D-Wade was still only probably... I think he was 03 draft. So he it's true. Only been he was like a third-year third player. Year or something it's like true. That, right? But he Which, was... Thinking back, that's crazy. This third-year player led his team yeah. to a to a chip. He was a little bit older because um, he like yeah, did like two or three years of college. Yeah. Um, but like, let me see. It's another thing I looked into oh, yeah. after watching The Last Dance, quick side note. I looked into a bunch of the players that featured in The Last Dance and their career arcs and where they started, where mm. they came from, blah, blah, blah. Back then, almost everyone finished college. Yeah, dude. Like, who was it? Maybe Well, David. Jordan did three years Jordan of college. Jordan did three, so yeah, yeah. he didn't finish college. Right, no, but, like, right, the fact that he did three, though, though like, he yeah. wouldn't have gotten anywhere Yeah, he, in the modern day, he would be one and done, yeah. absolutely. But there, sure. were, there were players, I don't want to say if... I don't know if this was correct, so don't quote me. Yeah. But, like, I think by the time David Robinson debuted in the league, he was 25 years old. I think he did the four years. Yeah, well, yeah. He, he did the four years and went to the military for two oh, years. Did but yeah. there was a bunch of players that I looked up all-stars, people mm. that we look back on as, like, the greats who were 23, 24 by the time mm. they entered yeah. the league. I mean, the Rodman story is an interesting Rodman, one. Rodman, he was itself. 24 by the time yeah. he entered he the league. He was later, even, because, yeah. I, I mean, if you watch the Rodman 30 for 30, and they kind of cover it as well in The Last Dance, in the Rodman episode. But, like, yeah, he, he wasn't even really playing organised ball probably no. in college until, like, the mid-20s already. I yeah. think yeah. when he came into the league, he might have been, like, 26 or 27 yeah. already. Yeah, but. and he played until he was nearly 40. Yeah. You can tell, by the way, that he like plays though like it's just that slight his jumper non, is just yeah, yeah. Uncon- even the way it's, that he rebounds and like puts yeah, his legs out yeah. like he's like I mean it's a little flick it's obviously Rodman flair yeah. but it's like yeah. he didn't start playing basketball to him yeah. but just to to bring it back to D Wade and Shaq yeah, yeah. and that in that in that uh, year for D Wade he averaged 27 7 assists and 5 pours right so like yeah. that's pretty fucking elite that's number that's, one yeah <laughs> yeah 
Um, and then that he averaged 30 um, the year before LeBron turned up. So, like, he really yeah. got peak, and then he sacrificed and got 26 a year. But I think that's another fun... Well, um, even that first year, it took him at least half the season to figure out, like, am I number one? Are you number one? Yeah. What's the go here? Exactly. The second season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After they lost to Dallas, Ugh. that's when they came back and they're like, that one always is going to sting. You're number one. <laughs> I'll oh, back you up. That one's always going to sting. Um, okay, so I I think to before, we'll, I think we'll go back in time at the end to like the 80s and stuff because it's kind of hard to compare. But um, just how interesting we, we, we were talking about the Kawhi Raptors championship team how the and the 11, as we were just saying, yeah. Mavericks team. It's like who was the number two to Kawhi and who's the number two to Dirk? Yeah, it was like a by like, committee. It's yeah. like Freddie Van Vliet arguably was Finals MVP after he had that baby, you know? Yeah. He's, didn't, didn't <laughs> when, miss, he, when he got hot. <laughs> yeah, and when he didn't, didn't miss a shot, but it was like Siakam, Freddie, Carl Lowry, Powell. Yeah, Marc Gasol. Marc Gasol by, by committee, but... Serge Ibaka. He yeah, a, they he had a great yeah, There was like seven dudes deep that could that could go off for 20 on a on a yeah. given night, but there's not a, not a second dude... Where you're like, in a sh- if Kawhi's having an off night, where yeah. they might be able to pick it up. Uh, do you think that's more dangerous? I don't know. I, I really like it. I like it's like it's like diverse. It's like an investing in in the in ETFs in the stock market. You're diversifying your <laughs> assets. Diversifying the ri- yeah, yeah you've got the risk. Hopefully, right? Yeah, it's because well, you only need one or two of these guys. Price, that's kind of why when because I I guess there was always big threes, mm. so to speak. But the Heat kind of kicked off the whole big three movement. After they did it, half the league was like, well, we need to make a big three. We See, need I, to don't make buy, a big I don't three. buy that take. I hate that take. What do you mean? That's an anti-LeBron take. The Heat started big threes. No, no. They, <laughs> I just said they didn't start big threes, but they like... they were. Tell me there was not a period in the last 10 years where a bunch of teams were scrambling to make their own big threes after the Heat made one. Yeah, but I don't. I feel like that's historically. I it's mean, always kind of the, been... The Celtics in the, in the 80s and look at... Yeah, ma- in magic with Kareem and Worthy, yeah, exactly. Like, like it's that's it's just it, it became the Celtics. I would say were like the ones that kind of were like here's a the big three, yeah, yeah. and then since then it just had a label. And then LeBron, obviously, was it's one of the most famous formings of a big three because of who LeBron is yeah. and 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 all that. Doesn't there help there was a maybe do 20, the ESPN special that 2013, yeah. 2014 maybe like there was a fad where every team was trying to make Yeah, it, it was def- I think it was def- but I think that's a little bit of ESPN marketing. Yeah, I agree. It's a narrative driven like, like not. the Spurs were already kind of big 3. Yeah. But that, that's my point. When all this was happening, I was never sold that a big 3 was better than having a big 1 with a really really strong Supporting cast, but all these the teams. Heat, though, say say the Heat as an example again. Outside of Bosch, LeBron, and Wade, it was spare parts. It was no, but they like, all had played their role, dude. Like Mike Miller shot over forty five percent from three, and Mario Chalmers was really was really good. good. Yeah. Birdman would like they didn't have an, a, any other elite dudes because you didn't need any more elite dudes. But they had, and that's like a staple of LeBron teams. You've got the Tristan Thompsons that can rebounded an elite level and kind of switch on to guards or you've got these Mario Chalmers dudes that can kind of just like spot up from three and play a little bit of a of point guard or shooters they don't you don't have necessarily need that that depth so if you were starting a squad and there was a big draft and you got to pick whoever mm. you wanted would you go the route where you've got some A tier and then Always. kind of C tier below them or Always. would you go a 
a Spursian route, which did beat that Heat team. Yeah, but they're, they're an unfair example because Tim Duncan is as elite as you get, and then T- Tony Parker and Manu are like pretty much stars as well. And then they also had Danny Green and Boris Diaw. Really like yeah. I think that that's they had they had both the top top level talent and the depth across the team, which is why they won three titles. In that it's probably period. also like and again that Toronto team last season, where it's sort of like you got one clear cut main guy, and then it's just kind of a by committee. Mm-hmm. Everyone's kind of okay, but not like I mean, if Kawhi goes down, they're not winning, right? Yeah, yeah. So I I mean it's. I think the league, if anything, now is a bit more. I mean, you see, the Lakers have got LeBron AD, and the Clippers have got Paul George feels and like Kawhi. The death like of the big three now to me. Now it's more two. If you want to, yeah, yeah it's, it's never going to be the death. There's going to be a time. There's going to be, you know, when the when Giannis comes to the Celtics, it'll be Jalen, Jason, and Giannis. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be the new big three. Well, we haven't even talked about Jalen Brown and, yeah. and Jason Tatum yet. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Forty minutes. Are we, are we doing back to a cut right? Now? <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think it's too it's too early. It's been one year without a big three, right? Like, true. But like, I've seen immediate dividends from not having like all these teams. They have their A and B. Like, mm. it's just gone through cycles. It goes through cycles. It goes through. Cycles. It goes through cycles. Yeah, goes through cycles. <laughs> what am I saying? <laughs> it goes through cycles. The, the, but like, I do, I do like the cyclical. <laughs> I do like the fact that. Kawhi and Paul George have this strong team around mm-hmm. them. Whereas previously, maybe a lot of that strong team would have been traded for another Kawhi yeah, Paul for George a third type. Piece, yeah. yeah. Which I, I kind of think, I think this is more effective. I love uh, I love this Clippers team so much because you had the top level Paul George Kawhi and then you've got the the, the Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell yeah, yeah. and all that, the, the, like the, the second wave of, of, of talent. Um, or even the Lakers, they got like AD and LeBron, but then they they still do have strong players on that. No, team. I think they're a bit more spare parts after the top two. That's what I'm saying. Like, they're like the, the the quintessential LeBron role yeah. players. You've got Javale and ha- Dwight do exactly what they do. They've Dwight we, before the season. Would he buy into his role? Yes. Hell yeah, he did. You know, um, Danny Thank Green, God. three and D. Like every Bradley, three and D. It's just it, everyone's got very solidified roles, mm. and they do their role. They were doing their roles really, really well. Um, but then at the same time, right? Like I think all the way up until the trade deadline, there was always talks of like, will will the Lakers move something to try and bring? I mean, Kyle Kuzma kind of probably had a bag packed ready to go. Yeah, man. Until that deadline, like waiting, and it's sort of like this is where you know you're trying to bring in a third piece to really help the top two, mm. or you know, it's or you're going to stick with. You would rather have that depth. Not yeah. quite as good top end stuff, but like something. I think I'm a yeah. depth man. You are. Yeah, you're, you're definitely, you're definitely a depth man. The depth man. I depth was always guy. more impressed the by us, like yeah. the, the Pistons than the Lakers. You know what mm. I mean? Yeah, I, I get you. I get you. But like, without the top, the top talent. I mean, there's there's, there's obviously different ways to do it, right? Because yeah. like on that Dirk team, yeah. you have Marion and Chandler and all yeah, these like guys. Yeah, that, like that's that team, for instance, yeah. like. This, they had a starting five, sure, but it was really like a starting nine mm-hmm. because a lot of the guys were on, say, 20 minutes and it was just rotating this yeah. guy for this guy for this guy. I love that. I yeah. love that. Who do, I, you, who do you guard? What do you do? I'm more, I like the other model more, I, I think. I just think you can't beat talent. And if you have more talent than, the, than them, then you will probably... I mean, in the last, what, couple... 
20 years even okay that toronto team that mm. dallas team which you, of course you can make the argument that that was just miami losing really mm. not to take away from dallas yeah. but and then probably detroit right in 04 yeah but then aside from that like it's really just been like it's a team with lebron or steph curry or <laughs> yeah. the 08 celtics or, or Kobe you know, just a really talented yeah. team right yeah. so it's it's yeah it's like Put more good players on the team. You'll yeah. probably, you'll, and you'll you'll probably, probably win. win. We figured it out, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, last kind of bit here. Let's go back to kind of the old days. Um, not too old. We're not going to go back to the Russell Cousy yeah. time. We're just going to kind of go 80s here. Um, Bird and McHale, Magic Kareem, Isaiah Dumas, Stockton Malone, Barkley, KJ, Hakeem, Drex. Those are kind of the ones we came up with. Of those, the one that sticks out the most to me is Magic and Kareem. That's just absurd. Yeah, Magic and Kareem. I mean, like, if you were to put today's NBA 20 years ago, that's Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. It's just like this... Except a much better fit. It's interesting, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah no, too, it's too bad it doesn't I, work anymore. We, we, we were talking <laughs> about years that. Yeah, exactly. That's the point, right? We, we were talking about this on the chat, and I was like, I wanted to bring that up, and I never did because I knew that it would just open up a whole can. But I, I, it's yeah, you're right. I think basketball has changed, and it's not you. They would still have success in the modern game, mm. but the three point shot just has to be there somewhere. And yeah, I feel like, like between the two of them, and we have okay. I didn't want to bring this up. No, let's go. We, <laughs> we had a discussion the other day where I perhaps controversially said, <laughs> if I was to pick a point guard all time, I would pick Steph Curry over Magic Johnson. I'd like the record to show I do not agree with this at all. It's Magic Johnson. And That's then, fine. The and record then... shows it loud and clear. Thank God. But in this is my point. Like Magic may, can... Maybe Sorry, 30 years ago... Magic would have been the better option. It was all big men. It, like he's six foot nine, plays point guard, can see a pass from behind his head. But today, would you really pick Magic Johnson over Steph Curry? Yes. Still? I yeah, because I know. Yeah, you, Magic wasn't a three point shooter, but he was money from like seventeen feet. So I think that's even like with, when you say that stuff with Ben, the fact that he can't even shoot from the yeah, mid range is an issue as well. Ma- yeah. Magic was could run the pick and like the pick and roll, pick and pop, and 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 shoot dribble pull ups. From the mid range, which is what was happening in the in the eighties, it's it's the fact that he doesn't shoot the shoot the mid range either as well. But I think Magic can defend one through five and yeah. can just run the run your offense and do so much. And Steph, do you think Magic could still guard like the the Lou Williams of today, like the really like shifty, smaller, maybe not quite, one. yeah, maybe not quite. But even but like Steph has trouble guarding anyone that's bigger than Steph yeah. has trouble with Lou Williams too. Mm. Just defensively. It, it's interesting, yeah, because I, I think Magic, that Showtime yeah. Lakers was there running up and mm. down the floor, and yeah. that, that is basketball yeah. today. So in that sense, Magic absolutely would dominate. And the oh, In an open floor, yeah. he'd still be the best guy in the game. Like, of, of course. And the rebounding as well, right? Like, he's he's another power forward, yes, elite yeah. rebounder that you've got on your team. And so I just think he does more. Look, and I'm also not trying to take away with the insane amount of gravity that Steph has when he's on the court because if you dropped Steph in the 80s uh, here's a question I mean that's just alien, alien shit I, I got yeah. a good one I got a good one would today Magic and Kareem be more successful than Steph and Kareem 
I, it's, it's a tough one, yeah. Because I mean, I think Steph can. Steph is absolutely capable of on offense. Mm. He can. He can mm. do a lot of stuff, right? You know, the Warriors play a very up and down. They're very ball happy to move it around. Like it's. I think Steph is not a ball hog by any mm. means like that. No. I think if anything, maybe, and you made this point, Magic is the kind of guy that does need the ball in his hands to, to sort of facilitate the offense. And if he's yeah. off the ball, well, then it starts to be a bit more questionable. Like, like check his usage rates, fellas. Yeah, but who wants Magic off the ball? What are we doing <laughs> yeah, here? Yeah, that's exactly right. But then the other point is you have Kareem inside. So you, True. The, the usage rate really should be a lot of it going to Kareem. And I think the point is... With this comparison, is like obviously you've got automatic two points inside, and mm. ideally you've got three points outside. Sure. That's that's the mm. thing, right? Uh, yeah, I just I, the the rebounding yeah it's aspect a of the Kareem yeah. and Magic like the defense and the offensive rebounding and and the, just the size. It could still work. They would just need would definitely work. snipers around them today. Yeah. Just fine. I think that's to, to I think magic in his career, whether it's at the start of his career with Kareem or more towards I don't know a bit later era where I guess Worthy is now the the, the second option on those yeah. Lakers teams. I the idea of magic and Kareem as you want to is that's yeah, mind blowing like, <laughs> for me. Yeah, especially in that era where yeah. they're both freak MVP. It's it's yeah. it's kind of a Steph KD situation, right? Like yeah, you've got the all time leader in points. And the greatest point guard of all time, yeah. like on the same team. I, I would say by the time Magic arrived to the Lakers, he was the guy. Yeah. Kareem was on the downward. He was like 30-something. He, he was, you're right. I mean, Magic won Still finals Kareem. MVP in that first... As yeah. a rookie. Because yeah. he played nuts. center. Yeah. <laughs> so sick. <laughs> the, so the, thing, the versatility of Magic, I think, in any era, like you can play him at power forward yeah. and he doesn't need the ball because he can still um, you know, roll and... And pop to, to yeah. mid range, and and then and then if you do pass it to him, then all of a sudden he's, you know, doing Larry Bird stuff in the high post and and stuff like that. Um, Larry Bird's a guy I wish I could see play today. Yeah, man, he would have killed it. Yeah, so he's a guy who obviously translates because he would have just shot twelve threes a game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's good at everything. Yeah, he's the man. Do you think Larry's best teammate was then? I think, I, think, I think it's Mikhail, yeah. the, the, tor- the the torture chamber, the low post, which isn't isn't as exciting as Kareem. I know Mikhail's a probably you know Jake, top forty guy. A mind blank. Mm. Who was the guard on? Um... Tiny, not. Um, oh my god! I mean, we have to, you have to cut this from the. Um, from, <laughs> from the, from, from <laughs> so the no one here like that you forgot. Ainge was already on that team. Yeah, yeah. Danny Ainge. I wouldn't Ainge say he. Paris, I, I don't think, think he was a starter. Hornacek. No, it was fucking. Yeah, I think he was there. That was DJ. Yeah, Dennis Johnson yeah, was there. Fuck me. But I don't think I. I think it was Mikhail. I do think Mikhail no. was yeah. the best teammate he had. Fair enough. Even Parish. Parish was beast back then. I found that with Parish, this is now very off topic. Parish was on that 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 '98 Bulls team. Was he? Yeah. He, <laughs> yeah. Was, he was on the end of the bench. Yeah. There's there's, there's a story yeah. where in practice at the start of the season, MJ's getting in his face, and Parish is like, "Dude, shut up." I'm not taking any of yes. this. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. here for my ring and yeah. that's it. Yeah. <laughs> he clearly wasn't interested yeah. in appearing on the dog. Go, go talk to Scott Burrell yeah. over there. <laughs> Do, yeah. How about when uh, Jordan was guarding Burrell in practice and he's just, and he's just like even. standing <laughs> there, <he's> not even <laughs> defending him. It's, yeah, 
no way Paris is taking that shit from, from MJ. It's like, bro, I'll knock you out. He would have been 40 years old by the time. That yeah, and kicked the shit out of MJ. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, I don't know, a, a couple of honourable men. I, I want to yep. also yep. highlight the, in the non-championship teams, yep. right? Like, I think the Nash Stoudemire, mm. six seconds oh, or less. This is like, where the fun is. The, <laughs> the non-championship ABs are like... Elite, like they're they're the they're the ones that make you dream about this kind of thing. I I, I think I might have mentioned it earlier, but the Shaq Penny magic, yeah, like that that's really is a tragedy. Stockton Carl Malone's a huge one. Mm-hmm. Like that's how do some of these mm-hmm. all time players not Russell Westbrook and KD? Don't know. Yao and T Mac. Yao and yeah, T-Mac. yeah, that's yeah exactly. Give me some Carter and T Mac. Yeah, the cousins. Yeah, the how boys. weird that would have been. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. Bar- I mean, Barkley and KJ. The fact that yeah they. That KJ is his number two is kind of a bit. That's kind it, of it says kind it all of, right it there. It bums me out that Charles Barkley didn't get a ring because like he gets looked upon lesser. Than I feel the like other it's. Guys. I feel like it's turning. I feel like it's yeah. just Shaq makes fun of him, yes. and then other than that, everyone's like, "I love Charles Barkley." Yes, because like he was the best. Like yeah. if you were to pick the greatest power forwards of all time, he'd be right up there He's with right any there. of them. Mm-hmm. But he didn't win. Yeah. So that guys like Tim Duncan automatically get placed yeah, above like, him. Yeah, like KG often gets mentioned ahead of Barkley. But yeah, but he, Barkley was just as good as I would have. 100%. Barkley's a he monster. He just didn't have the teams they did. Yeah, just terrible teams. Like the Philly if KG crew. never left the Timberwolves and never won a ring, mm-hmm. would Barkley be looked as better than KG? I don't know. Yeah, probably, probably the same. Yeah, it's, it's, but it's like the, the ring has would... too much weight, but at the same time you need to give weight to the rings because the whole yeah. point of this yeah. whole thing is to win. Is Chris Paul going to get remembered much like Barkley? Just like a, ha okay, Chris. Yeah, he will. Just brush point him off. guard version. Yeah. I, I mean, he can still win one though, right? Uh, he still can. Does not it, making does... 50 million a year. Who's going to yeah. be able to take on that contract <laughs> that's winning? Yeah, then look, man, SGA on the rookie contract, we need a Magic Johnson type leap yeah. from him. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. Um, but yeah, I think we've done a pretty good job with the, all the, the dynamic duos out there. David um, Robinson and Tim Duncan. Yeah. There's another one. Twin Towers. 99, yeah. Man, the Twin Towers that never were, Boogie and AD. Oh. <laughs> the rings after rings that would have come on that one. Boogie, man. Are we going to see him again? Yeah. <laughs> Tragedy, though. He yeah. Was the, he was like the most dominant center in the game. And then... He wasn't, though. He was. He was like thirty and fifteen. Yeah, uh, yeah, and like missing the week. playoffs. Yeah, I, I, yeah. He never got it together, unfortunately. Yeah. He was. He was mad stats guy. Bad, good still, stats, bad team guy. He had a bad team. Yeah. I'm still pulling I, for the the boogie finds his way mm. to Washington narrative yeah. somewhere. Yeah. There. What about I mean, up and coming like, duos, Luca and KP? That, man, like that could That's be a sick that one. could be historic when it's all said mm. and done. They're both. That's going to be Luca and KP versus Tatum and Jalen in the finals. Hell yeah. That's what we're, that's what we're looking then, forward to. But then, uh, I mean, you look at New Orleans, right? And do you, is, is Lonzo mm. Ball making Who's it number? a three? Or is it just a B.I. and, and Zion? It's Lonzo B. Ball is Until the first of that team. They need him, but he's not the He's not in he's the not three. The he's not the Mate, face. Chris Bosch was in the three? He wasn't yeah. in the three, but like... So this is a three then? We're talking yeah. about a three? It's... Yeah, but it's like, but it's like Chris Bosh where it's like LeBron and D-Wade. I think, yeah, I'm I'm definitely, I'm not, I'm not arguing that point. You're definitely right there. Yeah. Chris Bosh could have been the second guy on that team. Like before he got there on the Raptors, he was dominating the league. Mm -hmm. He's all-star every year, all NBA. Like Mm -hmm. he was great. Um, And he had the best plus minus on that team. He had the best value over replacement player. mm -hmm. Like he was 
valuable, but just not the face. He I think I think twelve I, and six some nights like. I think just, Jake also made the point as a joke earlier, but I think yeah, wherever Giannis ends up, wherever, wherever, wherever's well, yeah. that's kind of that's another one as well, right? Obviously, yeah, Chris Middleton would cover get him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, like Aiton and Booker. Nah, maybe <laughs> Aiton's so grown on me. He's oh, this is what a change. Gr- it is grown on me. I'm the president of the Aiton club of Aiden's, us three, so you know you're always um, invited to our meetups. <laughs> There, there. If you ever want like a lower tier two K team, Aiton's. Aiton, I when you Aiton talk, I, Suns was my team. Yeah. In I, I haven't played in a while, but yeah, no, I started like a career mode yeah. with the Suns. Yeah, yeah they're good. Um, it was at the height. It was at the height of the Aaron. Yeah, I have to admit, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Siakam and Ananobi. Yeah, I yeah. think the, I think the Raptors are still kind of that committee. Well, yeah, thing, right. Yeah, Siakam has gone up a level, but. And then, and yeah, they've got the committee vibe, yeah, hundred percent. Lowry, Markinen, and Chris Dunn. Oh my god, no. Hey, Zach Levine. Zach Levine might be good at defense one day. <sighs> Lonzo Ball, uh, uh, the other ball, Lamelo Ball, Dude. when he gets there, or the whatever team. That so he... when's the freaking draft gonna happen? Well, uh, yeah, what? Usually it's July. Sometime yeah, it's usually July, it's like the week June, after the finals, basically. So um, yeah, the timeline. Who knows, man? It's gonna now. be like October or. November. I hope they move the season to start in December, and then that's just it for. Forever, what like from now shorten on? Shorten the games. Shorten the no, maybe, no, no, maybe no, 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 no. This is the year to shorten that schedule. No, not, not shorten the schedule, you but like play, play till like August. Okay. Because then, then there's no gap in the sports calendar anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but there's like weird dead period where there's no NFL, NBA. It's like not good. Got to get into the football, man. That's true. The Bundesliga is on, mate. Yeah, Your but it's like eyes are on. <laughs> it's weird times. It's like the night time, late at night. Yeah, it's not like. You Daytime. Can switch the game on at midday, and it's prime time. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Which is perfect. Besides yeah. the work bit. Well, fellas, this has been an absolute pleasure. I've thoroughly enjoyed this. It's phenomenal to be back in the studio again. It's just like riding a bike. Yeah. yeah. Jump thought I forgot, but no, no, it's all good. I hope it's in the blood. Just don't tell anyone that I forgot <laughs> who Dennis Johnson, what John Johnson was. Well, I'm going to keep I, it in. <laughs> dad's gonna, my dad's going to message me. I'm like, you fucking fraud. You Celtics fraud. You fake fan. You fraud. I'm like, damn it. Well, until next week, fellas, you've been tuned into Backdoor Cut. Peace.